0: Welcome! Bienvenidos a todos! Sin See, I'm semi trilingual too. A little bit of Vietnamese, a little bit of Spanish, some English. Don't know too much Spanish, but I know enough to where when somebody falls down the stairs in a novella, they are usually pregnant. Embarazada. Speaking of novellas, If you like to watch novelas, you might like this podcast called Novelas con Cafecito with Christina and Carmen. Shout out to them, the virtual homies who have never met in my life, but big supporter of their podcast. They listen to mine sometimes. And you know what? We've got to support each other. So yeah, check them out. I really like how they break down each episode and talk about problematic things, especially like machismo culture. Gross. We're not here for that. Anyway, this podcast, what is it about? It's the Swatch of Horrors podcast. If you're new, I talk beauty horror stories told from the perspective of the beauty professionals. I'm also a former makeup artist. I'm not anymore, left that life behind. Now I'm here to tell you about a side of beauty that people don't really talk about. And that's the horror stories that the professionals go through. So if you are a returning listener, welcome. Thank you so much. Please rate review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the podcast grow. It keeps you motivated to bring you content. Bear with me, I do have some background noise today try to edit that out. But anyways, on with the show. Swatch of Horrors. I'm looking for a new, a key, or a brother. Is this a little bit of a piece for this next season? i have an announcement well halloween is one of my favorite holidays ever and although i haven't really been celebrating it lately in the last few years because i'm just i don't know i'm in my 30s now and i don't know i just don't really do it anymore I did love dressing up for the office and doing my makeup. I didn't get too gory with the makeup, but I did love doing it. Um, Nonetheless, on myself, I don't like doing Halloween makeup on other people. Hate it. So in honor of Halloween and in honor of hopefully staying in and not going to parties because we are still in a pandemic, I'm going to release a special Swatch of Horrors episode on Halloween. So for that week, it There won't be an episode during the week. You'll get it on that. I think it's Saturday. And it's a special collaboration with another podcaster who has a podcast. And it's going to be centered around horror. So, yes, we talk about makeup horrors here, but we're going to get into some other aspects of horror for that Halloween episode. So keep that on your calendars. It is just me today in this episode. I'm going to walk you through my horror story about some of the dumbest returns I've ever seen happen in the cosmetics department when I worked as a makeup artist. So stay tuned for that and my COVID catch-up where I talk about ways to cope with the pandemic mentally and share some tips there. So stay tuned. If you've been following the Swatch of Horrors podcast on Instagram or Twitter, you may have heard or you may have heard on the last episode that I'm newly engaged, so I'm going to be that person who's just, well, I'll try not to talk about it all the time because, yeah, I I think it can be annoying, but it also can be really exciting. Um, I know I get excited for people when I find out they're getting married and. I'm always so intrigued by the process and just kind of like going on that journey with them. So I don't know. I'll feel it out. I have a feeling like most of my listeners are kind of like silent listeners. Like I know, like I see the numbers and I know you, you all are listening, but I don't really hear from you all. But if you would like to interact with me or the podcast, you're always welcome to just comment on the Instagram at Swatch of Horrors. Swatch of Horrors on Twitter as well. And just let me know your thoughts in a review when you review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. I'm totally down to talk to all of you. So shoot me a DM anytime. I'm always interested in what you all have to say. So, but yeah, I, it's a new journey for me. It's really fresh and. I'll get into the anxieties about that later in this episode, but I just wanted to re-share my joy with all of you, and yeah, it just feels so adult and so, like, page-turning in my life, I guess you can say, that it's literally a new chapter. Well, actually, it's not literally because my life is not a book, but it is definitely just I guess metaphorically a new chapter and it's super exciting. I'm kind of like off today like it's about 10 30 p.m right now as I'm recording. I just got done recording that special Halloween episode I told you about via Zoom and I've just been kind of off in the last few days. I'm not sick. I just I got the flu shot a few days ago and okay, I'm not a medical professional, so don't take my word for it, but I do obviously talk to your doctor, but I definitely encourage you to get your flu shot because especially right now with the pandemic, like you don't want to be sick with the flu and possibly COVID at the same time. It's, you know, a better safe than sorry. So I'm trying to protect myself and my household. So yeah, I got the flu shot and they say sometimes you do get a little bit, um, side effects, like really, really mild. And of the few years that I've gotten it, I've never had a reaction. I've never had any side effects whatsoever besides like a sore arm. Maybe this time I had some weird side effects that were super mild and I just feel off. Um, so if you can tell in my voice that's probably what it is this week i have been just really working and looking into just wedding planning kind of which is kind of hard to do because we're again in a pandemic blah 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 i'll get into that later which i've already said so i had to take an allergy pill and i'm not going to say which one it is um because I don't want anybody to go and rush out and do this but I had my I had some issues with some hives um because there was an incident that happened work related everything's fine but at the time it was like whoa you know my immune system just like freaked out and sometimes when I get high stress or anxiety I I had this major problem last year which actually should be its own episode I was getting hives because I was so stressed out um so I had that response recently a few weeks ago and everything's fine now it's just that's just how my body wanted to react so I had like this hive like on my like the back of my neck somewhere that kind of just wouldn't go away and I was still itchy and Um, I decided to take some allergy medication and it was like take one to two tablets every four to six hours. So I'm like okay I took one a few hours went by and I'm like hmm maybe I should take another one just to like try to knock this thing out. And it was like the worst okay I've had worse feelings before but it was a trip let me tell you and I don't condone like Abusing medication or over-the-counter medication at all. This was pure, like, I did not mean to do this. Um, I did follow their directions. It said take up to two, so I think that second pill just put me over the edge, and oh my god, I was hearing voices. I was starting to fall asleep, and then I heard voices, and I was like, all right, we're hearing things now. Okay, this is what it is. It was like I heard um it sounded like somebody was coming was talking to me through the wall which is so so wild um and then for some reason there was like I was seeing like in the back of my mind it was like um a paletero guy uh, talking to me in Spanish I don't know what he was saying and I'm like I I really wish I could hear you but I just know you're talking to me and It was awful. Like, I went to sleep because it knocked me out. And then the next morning, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, what happened to my brain? I don't know. I think I was just really sensitive to this medication, which is over the counter. Definitely a word of caution. Maybe stick with the lowest dosage that is recommended. So weird. Didn't like it. Also, at one point, it felt like I was on a roller coaster. Not not that I was dizzy it literally felt like I was on a roller coaster it was it was bizarre so dealt with that um started trying I'm trying to cook again every time I follow a recipe it just tastes so it's not that great it's just bland I'm like what the what the fuck like aren't these recipes supposed to help you make something good like what is going on I made some bland ass pasta and I put so many like garlic cloves and some shallots and all this seasoning and it was just not enough I don't know what I did wrong but whatever I still ate it I'm the type of person like if if it's food like I'll eat it it doesn't have to have a lot of flavor it takes a lot for me not to eat something Again, talking about food. I haven't talked about food in a really long time actually. So aside from that, I'm getting back into jogging, which I'm so excited about because I had been pretty much injured all year. Uh finally got some medical help from a different facility and they have just worked wonders on my injury and I'm f- almost pain-free. So I'm so excited. I'm still trying to keep up with my exercises and I'm back to jogging again. I haven't really been able to consistently run. Um, I started running, I had like two years ago and it kind of just changed. Uh, I don't know. It, It really changed me for the better. It gives me something to look forward to and it really just puts my mind at ease and I really get in the zone and I start to zone out and it's a great stress reliever it's a great it's almost like meditating almost to that point where your mind just kind of goes nowhere sometimes it's really nice so I'm taking it really slow really slow cuz I'm not trying to hurt myself again and I've worked my way up to a mile now so I'm going to stick to that for a while and then keep slowly increasing my mileage very gradually and under the care of medical professionals so so thankful for that yeah just really just trying to take care of myself because i know we're getting into flu season and really just taking care of yourself it just helps everything like your mental your physical everything so been pretty busy lately i've been thinking about going biweekly with this podcast Uh, let me know your thoughts like if that would affect your listening Um, just because I have so much going on right now but at the same time this is kind of my hobby no it really is my hobby and I really enjoy doing the podcast and it gives me something to look forward to so it forces me to do uh, when I do weekly it forces me to put out content but I also want to keep the quality there so I think the challenge for me is when I want to talk about my personal horror stories, sometimes it takes me a really long time to remember them because I've been out of the industry for for a handful of years now. So, And a lot of times some of these bad incidents, like you just want to block some of them out. So trying to remember some of my stories. So that brings me to my horror story this week actually have two these are two of the most ridiculous ridiculous returns I've ever had from a customer let me tell you I had a customer bring back a bottle of hair vitamins okay and the bottle was pretty empty I mean there was about two pills left in there and she tells me oh and of course she was returning other things too so she comes to me and she says oh this didn't work this didn't work oh and these hair pills they didn't work and i'm like okay um getting my customer service voice on with her and i said oh um and shaking the bottle in my hand do you do you have the other pills? Did they fall out of your, into the bag somewhere in your purse, maybe? Hmm? She goes, no, no, I tried them and they didn't work. So I'm returning them. I'm like, you're returning two pills though. I mean, this really isn't the full product. So, um, I'm going to say that's a no is really what I was trying to say uh but of course as soon as you s- utter the n word which is no in retail they start to freak out they start to get the customers they start to freak out they get defensive and i honestly can't remember what i said but i just remember like trying to stick my ground and not wanting to take this damn return Cause I'm like, you don't do that. You don't eat all the food at a restaurant and say, I'm not going to pay for this. I'm, I didn't like it. Um, okay. So anyway, ended up getting like customer service involved or manager. And of course, what did they do? They took it back. And uh, that's kind of like what I didn't like sometimes was that, working in retail, when you accommodate people like this, it gets to me kind of ridiculous. I mean, these customers, they start to think that they can virtually return anything and they abuse it. So in my opinion, I think she was abusing the policy or abusing the customer service, whatever it was, because how do you bring back a bottle With only two pills left and say that it doesn't work. Okay, so what? It doesn't work. Like, don't buy it again. What are you going to do? I don't know. What would you have done? I would love to hear from some fellow makeup artists. Please let me know in the comments on Instagram or on Twitter. I would love to know what you would have done. The second dumbest return. I mean, This one, I could not believe my eyes. When I saw this, a customer brought back a bag full and I'm going to guess anywhere from 10 to 20 pieces of makeup in their box. And let me tell you, there was proof of purchase. Yes, there was. The receipt and the products were about, I'm not even joking, 10 to 13 years old. So this person brought in a bag of old ass makeup with the receipt and the proof of purchase. And even the receipt was super faded. And I didn't, I wasn't here for the initial part of the interaction, but I swear, I think either like her mom just died or somebody died. And she found this bag of makeup or maybe she just was cleaning out her closet. I really don't remember and I'm not really sure. But I was just shocked that this makeup was untouched for like over a decade. Like obviously the receipt or the proof of purchase, whatever, it no longer worked. It's not going to freaking scan in the computer. The inventory codes, the SKUs have probably changed. Over 10 years. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And I mean, some people may argue that, hey, she has the proof that she purchased this. And what's the real reason why we couldn't take something like this back? I mean, there wasn't a time limit on when you could uh, return the items, I guess, at that time. So, of course, it took a manager to come sort this out because how do you return something that's not? ringing up in the system something that probably potentially doesn't exist anymore which I think some items did not exist it was packaging I had probably I don't think I've ever seen before and it it was a big production and of course uh the return was made and the person got their money back and that was an interesting interesting return and the worst part I think that like that counts against your own counter. So it's like all this money being returned and your counter's gonna be struggling the whole day to make the sales goal. So that was pretty interesting. I would love to know, what is the most ridiculous return you've ever had to take back? I would love to hear from you. Even if you don't work in makeup, I would love to hear in retail or whatever line of work you're in, if you've had to do something so ridiculous like that. Please let me know. I would love to hear from you. I know we talk a lot of crap about like returns and everything like that, but I do get that the benefit to taking Returns and really trying to accommodate a customer is that they're always going to remember that, oh, this one store went out of their way to accommodate me. I'm going to go back and shop with them always. I understand that mentality, but I also feel like it starts to create these like return monsters and it just kind of sucks for the salesperson. So, what I want customers to know is that if you're returning something that is a decade old, Um, you, it, it probably, people are probably going to be really annoyed with you. And also if you're returning something that is 99% used, you're an asshole. I don't know what else to say. That's what I want you to know for this episode. So don't do it. It's rude. That's someone's commission. It's one thing maybe you tried it for like a couple days, but like, geez. 99% of the product and my advice to the artist or the salesperson who has to deal with these people making dumb returns try to limit I think I've already said this but try to limit saying no like find creative ways to say no like I would love to help you let me see what I can do that's a pretty good phrase to use um, if you can't find their proof of purchase, I like to usually or I used to like to say, oh, definitely I can definitely take this return as long as I have a proof of purchase. Let me look up all the different ways that we can find that, which is basically a fancy way of saying I'm not taking this shit back unless you have a receipt or some shit to prove that you bought it here. And we're going to dig and dig and dig and dig until we find it. Other than that, I'm not accommodating you. But, you know, I think um, the first vitamin lady had a proof of purchase. So I probably should have said, I shouldn't have told her no, that I wouldn't return it. Um, Definitely just like I've said before, just... Talk to a manager and be like, hey, you know, this is a shady return. What should we do? Or do you want to handle it? Pass it off to your manager because if you have any sass in you or if you're feeling like you want to say no, it probably won't go over well. So do your best to try not to say no to people and find other ways to hold your ground by phrasing it in a positive way. Or I think I can take this return. Just let me check. Another thing that somebody taught me, one of my managers from way back when, said that, like, she used to be able to get away with saying a lot of snarky shit. And she would do that by saying things with a smile. Like, a real smile. And it it blew my mind of all the shit she got away with. Like, with the vitamin person, I probably would have said... Oh, yeah, I would love to help you with that return. But since most of the product is gone, I have to check with the manager and then give a big smile. But a lot of times I wasn't too good at that because it came off kind of sarcastic. So be really careful. You know, maybe practice. Practice your smiling. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's my advice to you. Now for my COVID catch-up. So as I mentioned, yes, I'm recently uh, I'm engaged. I'm super psyched about it. Me and my partner are super happy. The downside to it is just kind of the anxiety and kind of sadness that's coming with it being at a time of a pandemic. And if you've been listening, you know that I take the pandemic very seriously. Um, I want to protect my loved ones and myself. I understand that just because you feel good doesn't mean you're not sick, and that's why I haven't been into anyone's house. What's sad for me, or like just kind of anxiety producing, I guess, is that like, how do you even plan a wedding when we're in a pandemic? Obviously, it would not be anytime soon um i'm thinking maybe a year a year and a half from now um from what i know is that you need to plan weddings far in advance to have enough time for things to come together so that is helpful but also i don't know if we'll have a vaccine by next year and even if we do like it's rushed these things take years and years so How comfortable am I going to feel taking a vaccine that was rushed? Um, How comfortable are other people going to feel taking it? Um, These are all like big what ifs. I truly don't believe the virus will just disappear on its own. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but that's been kind of bumming me out. So my hope is that there's going to be some kind of scientific breakthrough or a miracle literally or something hopefully by the time that we have this wedding or want to have this wedding or can have the wedding safely um and then there's also wondering like even if miraculously there's a vaccine or the virus like disappeared somehow I don't know what could happen who knows But, like, I would still want things to be safe as much as possible. So trying to whittle down the guest list is very hard. Feeling like my invitation is going to be a COVID procedure about what to do and what not to do at the wedding. Um, And again, maybe something will happen next year where we really don't even have to worry about it but my mind just isn't there yet. I am kind of a realist in my opinion, maybe more of a pessimist. So in my mind, I'm just like, are people going to abide by these? Do I put my foot down? Do I be an asshole and say, if you're not going to be safe at my wedding, don't come? Um, Do I, I don't know. And anyway, what I'm trying to say is that I've had a lot of sadness and um, mixed emotions, not just sadness I'm so happy I'm so stoked, but also the anxiety and the sadness does come because of the situation and my advice would be don't and i'm I'm taking my own advice too don't get caught up in all the negative and all the problems when this is a very happy moment. So I think I may have touched on this, uh, my guest, I think episode seven, Um, really be thankful for what you have, appreciate what you have, and realize that, you know, things can be worse. Like worst case scenario, I don't have anybody at my wedding and we just elope. I don't know. There's a lot of unknowns and it doesn't do me any good or anyone else any good to focus on the troubles of the future that aren't even here yet. Bottom line to cope with some of the pandemic issues, focus on what you do have, hang on to those like happy moments and just cherish that and be happy about those things like your health, your job, um, the roof over your head, the fact that you can even listen to a podcast Um, the little tiny things Um, your smartphone even that allows you to listen to podcasts while you're at work or driving or just the little things so that's what I'm doing constantly and I hope that helps you that's it for my episode today I hope that you tune in to the Halloween episode which will be all about horror 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 And it's in a collaboration with another podcast. So tune in. It will be on October 31st. Follow the podcast on Instagram or Twitter, Swatch of Horrors. And if you're a beauty professional, I want to hear your horror story. And I want to read them on the show. So email me at SwatchofHorrors at gmail.com. And if you want to be a guest, hit me up too. I am totally down to talk to you and have you on this show. Thank you all for your support. I appreciate all of you listeners. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Memes. Talk to you later. Bye.